not going down just because of something some stupid adults are doing. Mobile suits. Monday, Monday. Camille's a man's name, and I'm a man! Uh, no carrots, please. Mobile suit? Roger that. Mobile suit. Mobile suit. Change. Although all enemies were defeated, Earth did not change one bit! The commander! <laughs> He's lost it! <laughs> every other day, every other day, every other day of the week is fine! You're a soldier here, aren't you? If you want to be more than just a grunt, you better learn to see the whole picture. Uh, yes, yes, sir. I'm the enemy, you idiot! Miss Matilda! Hey guys, welcome back to another... Reconquistorific, fantabulous episode of Fanholes Mobile Suit Mondays. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight, and I am not alone. I have two, count them, two of my Amerian pirates with me on the call tonight. Why don't you guys give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight? Hey, it's Mike. It's crushing on your sister time. This is Justin, and I am the Pope of Space. Pope of Space. Face. See, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pat myself on the back. Wasn't this much more understandable after the last podcast? Didn't didn't everything become crystal clear when you watched it this time? You know what? I I had to like stop and like remember your explanation to me. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, okay. So these are the Coast Guard guys, and these are the other guys, and these are the Romanovs. And I was like, okay, I had to like. It took me a minute because it's just. I don't know. I, 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 felt, I felt like super good when I watched this because I was like <laughs> sitting there going, yeah, look, there. And I even caught the, that's why I took the screenshots of it. I even caught the moment where, because I wasn't convinced yeah. it was in there. And you know how we're always talking about how Tamino just throws everything in the kitchen sink. And if you tune out for like three seconds, you're going to miss like something super important. And, and there it was, the moment where everybody's gathered around, mask, you know, and, and, and he's like, I am, I am Kunpala, like you all. And 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 then and then and then it's it's almost like it's almost like the the scene was made for you. It's like it's like Master Qui Gon. What is a Kuntala? You know, like <laughs> and then and then they go they they have that brief explanation like oh wasn't it like a long time ago we was a low class form of human being and we were considered food and it's like that's terrible. All right, well now we're gonna we're gonna strive on so that we can actually have a decent place in society and you know what i forgot to mention the last time we talked about this because i was making all these parallels and everything you know you know what else i think mask is like i think mask is like the the irish that were recruited 
on the side of the North in the Civil War. They came over. Mm. They had nothing to do okay. with the goddamn yeah. war. And they were all <laughs> fucking conscripted. And they all bled and died for something that they didn't fucking understand and had nothing to do with. So, like, what's his face from Copper? Like, if I was going to, like, fan cast Mask, like, <laughs> I would cast him as Mask. Because he'd be the, uh, the awesome Mask or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, because that's, that's something I forgot to mention the last time we did this. But since we're probably going to do, like, you know five more of these i figure i'm gonna throw it in there now i didn't i didn't really plan like a synopsis per se but i mean this this continues what we talked about last time i mean the 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 movie from the the first movie basically was reconquista in g you know and it covered the first i think like five episodes and so technically what we're talking about tonight is gundam reconquista in g movie two Bellary's Fierce Charge, and that pretty much, I mean, it pretty much covers episodes 6 through 11, and it's almost, it's almost like, you know, kind of like the last movie, it's almost shot for shot, like, the same thing to me. There's a couple key moments that I noticed in this that are tweaked and different, and we can talk about those, but... For the most part, I mean, because I, I kind of tried to do, I didn't do like a super intense stare and compare, but I kind of went through and sort of watched uh, 6 through 11 on fast forward and kind of just to, to, you know, make sure I wasn't imagining things like, because sometimes, you know, you watch these things and you go, is that new? And then you just realize it's the first time you noticed it because there's so much Tamino stuff going on and you're like, okay, I just noticed that for the first time, right? But, I mean, essentially... Essentially, I guess it's, you know, the, the, the Bellary's with the Amerians, you know, he's still doing the, the revolutionary thing, the, the capital army is starting, that whole thing is starting to flare up, you know, and, and they're, they're having various skirmishes with different members of the capital guard slash capital army, you know, the, 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 the I guess the, the amorphous nature of that, you know, that, that is becoming more and more a thing, the capital army. And, I mean, we can get into some of the, the main plot beats of that in particular, but ultimately, you know, that's, I mean, this continues, there's, there's a number of skirmishes with Mask in him. Pretty much, I mean, by the end of it, they're, they're in space and kind of off to, to do their thing, but, I mean, like, like I said, I didn't really come up with much of a synopsis, but, I mean, it, it basically, it's continuing you know, the, the storyline and everything, and, and they're still, you know, th th this kind of, you know, Bellary's mom becomes involved, Ida's father becomes involved, so at some point, you know, you do get the conglomeration of, like, all these major adult parties in the room, you know, you, you talked about Space Pope, right? You, they, they were all in the room, right? It was Space Pope, you know, it was Bellary's mom, who's, like, the director of operations and everything for the Capitol Guard, you've got, um, what's his face, um, I can never remember this guy's name, Camus, Camus, Camo, whatever the fuck his name is, the guy who created the Capitol Army, anyway, he's there, I don't know, there, there, there's, there's interesting changes that we can talk about, and I think they're very minor, but for the most part, I mean, th to me, this is a continuation of the story, and I felt like I was just sort of patting myself on the back for, uh, you know, I, I know, you know, 
like Vanover posted the thing of the crazy conspiracy guy from whatever that TV show is and all that other stuff. But I'm like, oh, you're gonna be thankful you listened to my ass talking about all this shit if you if you watch this movie or rewatch it because I think at least for me, I don't know, maybe maybe I help myself understand things better or whatever. But like I I felt like a, a lot of the stuff that that maybe I either forgot because you know you you watch all these episodes and you can't nail a precise point where certain things happen like the the mentioning of Kuntala as being a food source but then here it was like you you kind of you're isolating those you know five or so episodes right and and then that immediately stood out to me you know the, the you know the the moments where you know it's like oh you're Lewin Lee you know it's like duh you know like of course you are but you know they, they have those moments and I, I think this time around maybe some of those it, not not that they didn't stand out to me the first time I watched the series, but, you know, it's like you watch 26 episodes, you kind of don't remember every single detail of things, and since we're just exploring just maybe these these five episodes that are put into, like, a movie compilation, you know, it's like, th this gives you the opportunity to reflect on, you know, a, a narrower field that you have to sort of remember, but I mean, I enjoyed watching it. I mean, again, I'm, I'm still going to stick with the notion that if you've seen the series, with with the one exception that we'll end up talking about, but I mean, if you've seen the series, you've pretty much seen the movie. I think. I mean, that's that's kind of my takeaway from it. But what about you guys? Like, what did you what did you think of it? And do you have anything else? Like, sort of general thoughts on the second movie? I mean, Derek's explanation from the first movie, you know, made total sense to me. I don't know that I enjoyed this movie as much as the first one. I don't know. I all the stuff Derek explained, like I said, it makes sense. I understand it. Like, and I was trying to recall some of Derek's explanation, but I still feel like I feel like nothing really happens in this movie. It feels like the same. It feels like the first movie again. It's like what? What are the big things that happened? Okay, Bill kills his, his instructor. Yes. That's a huge event for him. His mom comes down and gets involved. We meet Ida's mom. Uh, we go into space and have a battle. And the movie kind of ends. Uh, oh, what, Bellary's mom and Ida's dad, right? That's... Yeah, does that... Okay. But uh, but those are the major things that happen. And I still feel like the all the dialogue is just functional. It just feels very... For the most part, it just feels very impersonal and unfulfilling like you get those little snippets and like i said you know i guess i'm repeating myself from the first movie but like i it's one of the reasons i like raya she's just so innocent and pure and she she doesn't have that like dialogue that just you know people are saying to each other just you know like oh i did this okay that is good you need to like you know go over here and move the thing okay i will do this and all that stuff is just like you know a ball of madness tossed into the situation to keep it keep it lively and interesting i mean the animation's great i mean it looks the movie looks great but i kind of i was watching this and i don't know i found my attention wavering quite a bit i can i can kind of understand that too like i i I do enjoy like watching these and like the you know I, I love the animation but I, I get what you're saying like I feel disconnected sometimes and I was trying to like figure out why that was while I was watching this and part of it is like 
like you know Derek like you said Derek your your explanations definitely did help like you know clarify a lot of things for me but it's a pretty complicated situation to begin with and like there are so many different like you know factions and like certain factions are fighting for some reason and then they're they're just chilling together for a no, like a, in, a, in the next scene where they're just like wait weren't you guys just fighting like why are you all like talking again like what what's going on like I, I don't know this the way like when you you tell me the information I understand it but the way it c comes across on screen like I don't know it, maybe it doesn't come across as well as you feel like could. you can tell somebody it but you don't always feel like it's shown to you or at least shown yeah. in a way that you you're digesting yeah, the it i guess yeah okay. the politics between each like faction or whatever seem like more i don't know complicated than is capable of being like portrayed like easily i guess well i mean yeah especially yeah yeah the, the one that stood out to me was like near the end of the film when um i forget the character's name but uh you know bill's friend confronts him about their instructor yeah. and he's like what happened and Bill breaks down crying and tells him, basically, I killed him in battle. You know, he, I, I had no choice. And he's just blubbering over this. And his friend is angry with him, as he should be. But then, kind of like Mike, Mike said, it feels disconnected because it's like, okay, on to the next scene. Well, like, but uh, that's, that's the key here, is that scene and the scene where Bell reacts to him killing his original instructor are different in this film like the okay. the original the original episode i'm i'm just gonna like because because i was like am i you know because some stuff i looked at and i was like am i imagining this and i went back and reviewed the scene and i'm all no that's the same exact scene and i went back and looked at a couple other things i'm like because some things i noticed for the first time just just to give you guys a heads up on that is like you know the scene where they're walking in the little uh chicken walkers or whatever in in the park and Valerie and his mom are in the one chicken walker and then you got um uh uh ida and then um what's her face the other the other chick that's all hot for Valerie or whatever right and naruto yeah naruto nug right yeah so 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 they're talking to each other and, and, and she says, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you this or not, but the, the rumor on the street is Bellary's adopted. And then and then Ida's like, oh, whoa, he's adopted, eh? And so to me, that's one of those things that like clicks for me where it's like, hey, they're, they're, they're laying the groundwork of like, hey, they're brother and sister and he's part of the royal family and the whole Anastasia, whatever the fuck nonsense I was talking about the last time. Mm -hmm. So they, they lay all that down and it's the first time I sort of noticed, oh, look, he's laying that groundwork or whatever. And I went back and, and, and watched the original and was like, was that in the original? And it's like, yes, it was. And then, you know, the, the, the Kuntala explanation, I'm like, was that in the original? Yes, it was. I just, I just didn't immediately pick up on that you know, right away, right? Because I had watched 26 episodes and that was one of the details that kind of slipped past me the first time or I just didn't, you know, I didn't, it didn't come to immediate mind when we were talking about it last time. So when Bellary kills his instructor, he's, he's, he's very visibly affected by it in the show and in the movie. But in the show when he finally lands it's much more internalized in public they they land together 
I believe it's like the captain of that ship and um, uh, what's his face, Klimnik and the the, uh, the the tech guy or whatever. Like in the film, they're all looking at the, the, the readout from the data and all this other stuff. But in the TV show, it's like they're all lined up almost very military style it's like it's like it's like it it's it's just a little more formal you know and you can tell he's in pain but he's putting on a good face you know and 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 i think ida mentions like oh yeah he you know he, he killed his instructor and this and that and whatever right and and then and then she makes the excuse for him because she can see how much pain he's in and she knows how much pain he's in like literally because she was in that same pain when Bellary killed, like, her fiancé or whatever, right? Like, so so there's some weird connection they have there, and she makes the excuse for him and says, can, can he be excused? He's tired, like, he needs his rest. And and it basically, Bellary, I, I forget exactly what he says, but, you know, he, he's just kind of like, all right, I'm just going to be excused. And when he goes off, then they cut to Raraya and Naruto Nug, like, comforting him in his bed, and he's like, oh my god, it couldn't have been the instructor, it couldn't have been, and he's curled up in a ball, and he's gonna cry, and all this other shit, and, and she's comforting him, and Raraya's kind of being like, look, Chichumi, like, I'm trying to cheer you up, like, I get that you're upset, and whatever, and Ida walks in and checks on them, and all that other stuff, but it's all, he doesn't do it in front of the other soldiers, he doesn't do it in front of the men, or anything like that, whereas in this movie, he's crying all the way down with Klimnik, he gets out of the fucking thing, and you can tell he's a fucking wreck. He's not even mm -hmm. standing up at attention with all the other soldiers. He's off to the fucking side, sitting alone with his head in his hands, and you could tell he's super fucked up, and Raraya's trying to, like, play with his hair and all that. Like, none of that shit was in the original, in, in the TV series. And on top of that, going back to what you were saying, Justin, when you flash forward to that moment where it's, it's, again, just using my analogy, it's the Capitol Guard, it's your Coast Guard bros that you used to Baywatch with, right? And you killed David Hasselhoff, you know, and, and you fucked up, right? You didn't know it was David Hasselhoff, but you fucking killed David Hasselhoff, and now, now you're back on the beach with Pamela Anderson and all these other fucking people, and you're like... Dude, bro, I'm I, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Like I didn't know David Hasselhoff had this monster transformer vagina face thing, and it was coming at me, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I fucking I fucking stabbed him, and and I feel really fucking bad about it. I fucked up. You can see the tears in my eyes. I'm serious. But th these look at all these political parties. They're pushing us in all these other directions. Look how fucked up this is. This is fucked up. I'm sorry. And in the original. All the scene is, it, th there's never that confession on the TV show. On the TV show, the, 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 the Capitol Guard guy comes in, says, Hey, look, we're dressing up your, your G-Reco, and check it out, and there's a backpack and all this other stuff. And he says, Hey, uh, instructor so-and-so. And he's like, Hey, man, we're, we're, we're bros now. Like, we're, we're, we're peers. You don't have to refer to me as instructor. Gives him the noogie. And then it cuts to, to Bellary's mom and, and uh, uh, mm. Ida's dad and some other scene. Like, they never have that okay. confessional. So they really, I mean, the major thing they bumped up in this arc that I could see that was different was they really bumped up, like, like not only does Bellary feel bad about it, because he felt bad about it in the TV series, but it's like every motherfucking person knows he feels bad about it. And even the capital... 
um, guard guy knows, and it's like it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I get it. They were trying to say like, look, I'm the. They're not trying to deceive anybody. There's no lies between them. Like it's it's all kind of, you know, uh, what do they call it? It's all transparent, right? Like every everybody knows everything. But to you guys, you felt a disconnect, and I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense because. That shit wasn't in the, you know, like, like the, the reason why it cuts to the next scene and they're like, hey, I'm glad to be here helping you out and everything. Like, and, and, and that seems a little off to you is because that wasn't in the original television show. And I mean, I can sit here and make rationalizations about why that could make sense either way. I mean, my main thing that I tell you guys is, well, you know, yeah, it's confusing, but the, the Capitol Guard guys all put on their their bandanas on their mobile suits to tell them apart and the reason why they're there is because Bellary's mom is there and she's the director of operations and she's the big cheese to those guys so they listen to her right as opposed to listening to the capital army guys right and that's that's to me the only you know it's all politics and bullshit but to, to me that was the one thing that I noticed that was very different in this film as opposed to the TV series, because Bellary doesn't have that moment with his his instructor over the death of the the other instructor, right? Like that doesn't happen, and 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 the 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 the, the emotion that's made public, it, you know, in the movie, it's it's super public because everybody on that fucking ship, the Amirian ship, they all see it. Like it's not, and and in some ways, I mean, for me, like I guess. I don't know. I don't know what this says to me, but in some ways, like I've I've probably lived my life like Bellary did in the TV series. So, and maybe it's fucked up for me to say, but like I have more respect for the way Bellary handled it in the TV series than he did in the film. But that's just me. I, mean, I don't know if you noticed this, Derek, but I I did, and I wasn't sure if it was like added to the movie or whatever. Like. I don't remember that scene of Ida having like a nightmare yeah. about Kale. Yeah, that's like, new. Was that a new yeah, scene? That's new. Yeah, because that's that's right. Okay. It's like a bridge. So it's like it's like right after because it's like Bellary has the moment where he's you know all messed up and is like sad and Raya's playing with her with his hair and all that other stuff. And then see the the scene where they're sleeping in that room together changes because because in the TV show Bellary's got his um his flight suit on. Because he he doesn't even take off his flight suit, and that to me is a sign of how horrible he feels. He's not changing. He's not, you know, he's just crumped up in a ball, feeling miserable over it. And then Naruto's like next to him, and she's like sleeping by his bedside, but not like right next to him or whatever. But in the film, obviously, like if, if, since you guys just saw it, you probably remember, right? Like uh, Bellary is not in his flight suit. He's actually kind of like. And not naked, but he's probably like naked or wearing underwear or some shit. And then he's got the blanket over him and everything. And then they cut to, you know, Ida in her bed. And then she has that dream. Whereas that moment doesn't happen either. And I think, I think maybe that probably helps solidify, you know, some things we talked about in the last episode. You know, they, they, I mean, it, it, it puts the, the button on the nose, right? Like I was going to propose to you, like we, we had a much more, intense relationship than you may have picked up on you know if you if you didn't read between the lines type thing that that does seem to be the the things they add to these movies are like more character connections or at least like you know trying to because like like justin said it's hard to like you, there is a disconnect and i feel it's like between like 
the dialogue gets really mechanical like sometimes and like it's hard to you know see these like lines between people or you know the connective tissue between like character development like i still like i said it in last for, for last movie but like i still like I don't know, like, Mask's motivation, like, Lewin Lee, like, that, I feel like that comes out of, like, nowhere, almost, like, like, I get it, like, I get the information you told us, and I get, like, you know, the Kuntala thing, but I never, I don't know, I don't think any of that, of his resentment towards Bellry is ever conveyed, like, until he, like, you know, he's attacking him in, like, in a mobile suit, so that always seemed weird to me. And I don't know, just in general, I, I, I'm i not a big fan of Mask. Like, I think he's a pretty weak, like, I feel like it's not like even he's not even like a Char clone. He's like a Jared clone or something <laughs> like he's I don't, like he's always getting his ass kicked. Like, in, like to add insult into injury, like Bellry saves his fucking life, like after he shoots him down, like and then when he tries to like abandon his mobile suit. Like, he's trying to land, like, skydive yeah. and land on, like, the, the platform. And Bellary's like, oh, God, that guy's not going to make it. And he, like, you know, he bats him down with his beam rifle. Like, I'm like, what kind of fucking insulting shit is that must be, like, to mask? Like, oh, the guy I was trying to, like, you know, shoot down, like, saved my life. Like, and then, like, later in the, in the final battle, it's like, you know, they have that kind of confrontation. And, you know, I, I, I do like that part where mask shoots, like, the grappling line at his helmet. Mm -hmm. And he's like, ha, ah, like, if that was a live round, you'd be dead. Right. But then I'm kind of like, so I know, like, it's a delicate situation, but, like, if you really wanted him dead that bad, why wasn't that a live round? Like, you should have just done it then, dude. Like, like I mean, I, I know they were, you know, it, it was a, you know, there were politics involved and they had to, you know, he, he wouldn't have been able to get what he wanted if he just shot Bellry there, but... Like, it, it ends up so badly for him that I'm kind of like, maybe you should have just killed him, like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm not going to argue that, that Mask doesn't, doesn't lose a, a lot of face throughout the course of this series. You know what's funny, though? I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm making too many excuses, because I, I still kind of like Mask. But the, the thing of it is, is like, I don't know, maybe if this was a 50 episode series, they could have given him some like victories you know here and there you know like he could have he could have he could have uh you know aced the uh the the reconquista version of garma or so you know something like some, something could have happened where you could see like you know he 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 has some cred or bested some some other you know characters or something like that but... or maybe like he took out some dude who like criticized him for being like a kutala yeah, yeah just just yeah. something yeah yeah i think i think if there's you know maybe they had more time to do it or they spent some time you know maybe beefing him up a little bit you know so that when the plot called for you know bellry to you know swat him down or whoever right that 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 wouldn't be such a disappointment I think I said it in, like, the last episode, in the last movie, but, like, this is the scene where, like, Bellry literally takes Mask's wallet. Like, he rips the leg off his mobile suit, and then he knees it in the groin, and, Bell and, and Mask is like, like, <laughs> like, that's my avatar right now, is Mask's face when he gets his wallet taken and then kicked in the nuts. <laughs> well, he better get used to that, because it's going to keep happening throughout the rest of the series. But I mean, that's that's also, also kind of a, oh, well. I don't know. I'm just gonna add on. I also don't like the Mac knife, which is like the like the space mobile suit, like he gets at the end. Like I think it's a 
It looks like a design of a robot that would be in that show Metabots. Remember that show Metabots? Like, <laughs> it looks like like the eyes and stuff. It looks uh, like it, it's like a, it, like a ten year old should be like using it to win a competition or something, not like a you know a space battle or something. But like I've always thought the Mac knife was really ugly. So yeah, maybe maybe that's just a. a a meta thing too you know like it's 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 supposed to be he, he's supposed to hail from a a subclass of human being that was kept down their entire existence and then you're literally seeing him kept down in real time for you know whatever like he's constantly got all those those obstacles in his way i mean to me i guess i guess the real question would be why does uh why does captain um guy i can't remember his name you know captain uh coco puffs or whatever the fuck his name is right why why does that guy like that guy seems to stick up for him a lot and and, and it kind of makes you wonder like why why is mask his boy you know what i mean like like why does he you know because he's talking to the one guy who gives bellary's mom a bunch of crap and he's like hey look man you sent him out i mean he, he's basically doing what i'm doing with you like like, Mike is that guy with the, the dreads or braids or whatever the heck is going on with that guy that doesn't like uh, Bellary's mom, right? That calls her a, 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 I don't know, a bitch or I forget what he does, but he's just like always mad at Bellary's mom because she's always getting in the, the way of the military operations for the Capitol Army. And like, it's almost like me and Mike having the conversation on the podcast because that guy's talking to Captain Coco Puffs and he's like, hey, you know, uh, your boy like fucked up all these missions and then my my retort to that as captain coco puffs is like well hey man you sent him on like all these missions in a row like what did you think was gonna happen like dude chill the fuck out like it's like he did the best he could because you sent him to all these missions like all at once like you know it's like he, he goes he sorties like what like three times in the course of this movie like i mean and it's it's not like you know yeah okay so he had the the their latest you know mobile suit or whatever but it's like he was going into unknown territory so then the next time like the, the person who who comes off as the most threatening in this film that's part of one of many climaxes which is kind of the problem with watching this film is like i mean it's basically five episodes strung together so it doesn't have like you know, it's not even like a Japanese thing. You know how I'm always going on about, you know, Hollywood movies are differently paced from Japanese movies, and it has nothing to do with that. It's it's more like, it's it, it'd be like having five episodes of Batman the Animated Series strung together as a movie. <laughs> and it's like, the, the problem with the pace of that is they're paced to be, you know fucking 20 minute batman the animated series episodes it's like it's like batman's doing detective work batman's riding his motorcycle batman gets clobbered with a fucking chair batman goes into the sewers then climax batman beats the fuck out of croc and throws him out of the sewer the end you know and that's one thing but then then you know you're watching the movie for 20 minutes and then it jumps back into you know Oh, Batman's in the rain, feeling fucking sorry for himself. And you're like, okay, now it slows down again, because you had a climax, but now it's slowing back down again. So you have you you have that moment where the the, the Capitol Guard guys, I forget what guy guy's name it is, but it doesn't really matter because he, he was a you know, he's a threat and now he's gone. But the the one guy comes up on him, the bald guy who's all kind of crazy and everything, he he goes right to the bridge of the Amerian ship and hops out and is like, You're gonna surrender Bellary. I mean, he basically believes all the hype, right? He believes all this 
you know, this fake news that, that Bellary and, and Naruto Nug and all of them are quote-unquote hostages and all this other stuff. So he's like, you're going to release the hostages, and he's swinging from his, his cockpit and all this other stuff, and he shoots away the other guy and everything. And then when, when, um, when uh, Ida, you know, c comes in her, you know, mobile suit or whatever, he's ripping off the wings and causing all these problems and everything and basically holding her hostage. So, I, and the reason why I brought up Batman the Animated Series, Batman the Animated Series, is this, is that Bellary has another climactic moment, you know, and it's like, to me, that th that should be the ultimate climactic moment, but then you have like two more episodes after that with like other climaxes, like mini climaxes. So to me, it ruins, you know, it's not very well paced for a quote-unquote movie or a film. But one of the, the more well-done climaxes, I think, is, you know, he's, he's in the G-Reco. The G-Reco's got the suit of armor. He's rushing the guy, and the guy's like, what are you, in love with her, and all this other shit? And then he's like, look, I, I, you know, I just, we need to go out there and save her. Like, that suit of armor is not going to do me any good if she's fucking dead, you know? And then finally the, the armor works. He hops in the G-Reco, and he's trying to fight this guy. And then basically, to me, he pulls a Batman because he uses the armor as, like, Batman's cape, you know? And just throws the cape at the guy. He throws the armor at the guy, and the guy's like, wah, 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 firing at the fucking armor. And then he comes out of the fucking shadows and, like, you know, pulls away the guy's gun from from uh, her head and then, you know, fucks up the guy and all that other stuff. And to me, I'm like, okay, that... To me, that was, like, the best fight sequence, I think, in the whole thing. Like, it had a climax. It paid off. It was kind of cathartic because this crazy dude gets, you know, his comeuppance. He saves... You know, he saves the princess, you know, like, like it had a lot of things going for it, at least for me. I, I for, for the first time I saw that episode, like I call it, I think it's called the high torque pack for the G-Self. I call it the Hulk armor, like the G-Self becomes like the Hulk because it's, you know, it's green and he kind of like does these super leaps with it. So, but yeah, like even like I, I think the animation for that actual episode was exceptionally good too. So like, you know, that fight scene really was pretty visceral too. Like when he's punching, you know, the, the suit away from like, uh, Ida, like it's pretty cool. Justin, were you upset uh, or did you notice that many poop lines were cut from the movie version? I wasn't sure if they were cut from this or maybe they were like later on in the series. Like I couldn't, I, I feel like, cause when, when I went back and compared, I, I feel like, she said poop more when they were in, you, you know, you know how like they, they snuck aboard that one ship, you know, cause they, mm -hmm. they thought they were going to escape and all that other stuff. And then, and then, and then they just pop up out of nowhere and the pilots are like, what the fuck? What, what have you been back here this whole time? Like, I, I feel like in, in the movie, she just shows them the fish and is like, choo-choo me. But I think in the TV series, it's like, they're like, poop, poop. And the guy's like, we better clean that bowl. Poop, poopy, poop, you know. So I was like, um, oh, I, I wonder if Justin's upset that there's, there's uh, a little less poop, poop in this, uh, in this film version. That's why you didn't connect with it as much, because, because there's not as much uh, poop lines, right? Uh, it's fine. They, they kept that scene that I like where she's, she's on the beach, but she's got Chichimi in like a little water puddle. Yeah. And she's playing with it, smacking around. I was like, oh, at least they kept stuff like yeah. that. Like that, that adds character. It's not just you know, dialogue that just, you know, we're firing thrusters and, you know, we're approaching at these coordinates. It's just, you know, it's something fun. It makes you feel 
I, I do like I do agree with you, Justin. Like you know, in in all like this complicated political stuff, Raya is just this little like pinball of nonsense <laughs> that just goes like all over the place. And you're like, what what kind of crazy thing? She's like the cup and the ball, like with Millhouse. You never know where this crazy thing's gonna go. Like yeah, they're trying to tie her down, and then she she escapes and she's floating around with the rope, and Nordo's trying to go after her. Yeah, that's just all fun. I feel like. I feel like the climax of the film took way too long to get to. I mean, speaking of like, you know, nonsense filler dialogue, it's like, okay, you're about to have this big space battle and there's all this dialogue that they're that's going on between mobile suit pilots and all the different spaceships. And I felt like that sequence went on forever until we got to the space battle. I mean, I, it's not like I was thirsty for the space battle because I, you know, I knew it was going to happen. But I was just like, oh man, like this, this is supposed to be a movie, and you kept all this like nonsensical dialogue. Like, who cares about firing the thrusters and getting into the elliptical orbit and doing all this? Like, that's just, it's it, it's not even like scene dressing. It's just it's just taking up time. I feel like I feel like if they had cut down. You know, eighty percent of all that dialogue and just got to it, the movie would have been over, you know, ten minutes earlier or something. I, I just, you know, it's that Japanese pacing, and I just, I sometimes, sometimes I appreciate it, and times like this, I'm just like, get on with it already, like Jesus, come on. I kind of question, like, is it me or like, I mean, I, I think there's something we need to face, and it's like, okay, we're. We're, we're in certain unheralded times, and there's shit like, you know, they're, they're just re-airing shows, like, from, mm -hmm. from you know, streaming, because they ran out of content and all this other stuff. I mean, you know, you, you gotta wonder, like, what is the ultimate fucking purpose of these these things? You know what I mean? Like, like to me, like, you'd think if you're gonna... I mean, I get that sometimes, you know, this is not unusual. It's not like the Japanese have never made a compilation Gundam movie before but I mean this is you know again like you're saying like that there, there is that weird aspect to it where it's like that you know I mean even even the the original Gundam trilogy like sometimes they made decisions where you can tell look this you know this climactic moment works better to put it at the end of the film because the end of the film needs a fucking climax, right? Like, so they, they move things around, and, you know, I don't know, maybe they had more episodes to work with or whatever, but still, like, I, I don't know. Like, it just seems like th this, I mean, at least for, for its design, seems to be very straightforwardly a re-release or a regurgitation of something that wasn't, that, that I guess, if the TV, you know, I don't know, it's kind of weird, too, because you're like, if the TV show wasn't as successful as they had hoped and they cut it from 50 to 26 episodes it's like who's who's out there that's like championing this like like who who's the person in Tamino like is it just on the strength of Tamino's name or like what like you know I don't know like it, it just seems like the purpose of this is just to repackage and say oh look it's a movie you know and it's like but it wasn't paced as a movie, you know? It was paced as a fucking five or six episode TV show, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, these movies were announced before, you know, COVID hit. So, you know, the plans were in place. And I think me and Mike discussed, oh, maybe they'll make some big changes and they'll cut 
you know, they'll, they'll cut some of the fat and maybe they'll, maybe they'll have a better ending or maybe they'll make some change here and there. And they've not really done that. So I don't, I don't know if maybe I, I remember reading something that said Rekung East NG was considered, you know, not a big success, you know, maybe along the lines of like Gundam Age yeah. where, you know, Gundam Age wasn't a big or, success. Or maybe, they, yeah. maybe. Maybe they think if they make a movie, people will go see it and go buy more model kits or something. Mm, I don't know. I see. I see. Okay. I mean that that that's that's as good a theory as you know, given that maybe, we we maybe, don't know very much about it at all, right? Like that's that's maybe, a pretty good theory. Maybe it's just like a proven formula that, like, you know, if they recut a bunch of episodes into a movie and they only spend like a little bit of money making what like two minutes of new animation or whatever but, they, but they can probably they turn sell, a profit they sell a hundred thousand yeah. more model kits because of it yeah like that's, yeah. that's the the rationale maybe that's the equation yeah, yeah. Okay. i i maybe just Tomino, i just wondered just like, if if like they had like because a lot of times sometimes you 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 have like say like ideon right ideon ha had a movie compilation but by the second movie the ending was completely, you know, changed and and done according to, you know, Tomino's vision, specification, whatever, right? So I, I had wondered, like, oh, well, maybe the first two movies were going to be, you know, shot for shot, like, very much the same. But then, you know, I don't know, like, you know, who, you know, at least the way the math works, if there are, you know, the three more movies or whatever, or five, whatever it is, the five total movies i don't know what whatever it's going to be it seemed the math added up where you're like oh it's going to be like five or six episodes a movie and and that seems to work out to 26 episodes you know like that that looks like what it is so i mean it, you know it doesn't mean that they were ever gonna do anything original with it but i don't know i kind of thought oh maybe for the yep. last couple movies they, they change it up a little bit or something know what know what scene they didn't cut and i'm glad they didn't cut because it's absolutely essential is when Bellry's mom goes into her new office and sees the hippopotamus head and just starts spontaneously laughing at it. Like, it was so, was like, this is so bizarre the first yeah. time I saw it, and then when I saw it again, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like that's kind of that was bizarre, but I'm glad they kept it. That was integral to the to the plot, well, so you know that Bellary's mom is a wacky doodle. Yeah, well. I mean, anybody who's director of operations in, in such a isolated little bubble has to be a little wacky doodle. So, I, I I'm gonna argue. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that's a totally essential scene. I do love how she like you know outwits those guys. Like she gets in the <laughs> glider and she's like, oh my, like it's turning on by itself. <laughs> see, like, that, see, that's what's funny about that. See, you you can tell that right. You, like like, see that's something where maybe like you know how you're saying like an average you're trying to pick up on politics and all this other stuff and maybe it doesn't all translate but at the very least you know she was bullshitting those guys right like you know you know like she yeah, fully fucking yep. intended to use that glider to go down to see her son you knew that and tamino didn't have to fucking like explain it to you she didn't have to look at a watch that says my plan is to fool fuckface joe to get into this thing or whatever you didn't have to see that you you know even though she was like super effective as like oh my what button did i push oh you know but, but you know that that was fucking acting right like so i mean i don't know is she like aunt may or something she's like i've got to go see that awful awful gundam <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm. She's like, she's like Bellery and her are eating breakfast together, and she's like reading the newspaper. Oh, that awful, awful Gundam's been doing things like out in space. Like, I, Bellery, I hope you don't take pictures of it. Like, you know, for the Daily Planet, the Daily Bugle. And then we realized we had been had. There's no like fucking Blade Runner narration from the guys, you know. They're like, <laughs> and then we realized we were totally had. And we went back to the commanding officer with our hats in our hands, and we were dummies. You know, like, there's, no, there's nothing <laughs> like, like that that explains it, right? The guy's like, too bad she won't live. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, those guys were, like, you know, henchmen 21 and 24. Like, oh, you do know that's the director, and we just let her fly out of, into space in a glider, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> like they've killed people for less for, for, for uh, worse mistakes less bad mistakes than this yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's space henchman 21 and space henchman yeah. 24 they get turned into food <laughs> it's like, it's like you, you've been crap. you've been demoted to Kuntala you will be delicious we've been demoted to food <laughs> oh no right. <laughs> ah, that guy just took a bite out of me. <laughs> yeah, but like, like I said, I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, like, I was trying to like think of like, like, cause I know Justin says like, you know, Raya is obviously probably his favorite character in the series, and like, I was trying to like come up with a favorite character, like so far at least, like who who's shown up in these movies so far, cause I couldn't really think like of in the series. And like I, I'm kind of coming up like blank, like almost like I I do like Raya too, but like I don't know, like she's you know she at the moment she's kind of like one note, so you, you you're not you're not rooting for Clem Nick. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess Clem Nick is the closest like I'd come. Like I, I like, mean, I figured if you were gonna if you were gonna if you were gonna yeah. be a fan of anybody so far, it would be Clem Nick, but. Yeah, like I think he's probably the, my favorite so far. But even him, like it's I, I don't know, like he doesn't have as much to do in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But, no, that, that's true. Yeah. I mean, he he doesn't. So, well, his girlfriend showed up yeah. finally. Yeah, Mick Jack. It's weird ass names. Yeah, weird ass names in this in this whole yeah in this whole series. Everyone has a weird name. And like uh, I don't know, like here's here's another like thing that's kind of nebulous, but I still I still think I read it correctly, but it's just kind of nebulous. Like, like obviously Manny recognizes it's Lewin, like who mask is Lewin, but like mm -hmm. he kind of like sort of, and obviously he knows it's her, but like they both kind of like maintain the illusion that they don't know who each other are, kind of like. Like, am I reading that right, Derek? Like, is I that think, what the vibe is? I like, think so. I mean, yeah. like, that's, I mean, she, she, I mean, there, I, I don't think there's any question she knows who he is, and, and he can't be that obtuse to not know who she is, but, like, I, you know what it's like? It's like, it's like if you, if you went to high school or college with somebody, but then somehow you had to, like, like work at a job with them later or something and it's like you're you're in a different like world so like you can't i don't know like is that i don't know maybe that's fucked up but like it's just like one of those things where it's like you you know if, if you're in a different in or 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 it'd be like it'd be like the difference between like dude uh this was my best friend in high school and then like you guys go to prison together 
you know like like and it's just like well that's that's a different environment right like so so it might end up being different right like like if that guy fucks up and you you don't want to be associated with him because he majorly fucked up like you know what i mean like so there's i don't know i i, I guess I, I think you're reading it right like but i i, I think I, I think they both kind of do that on purpose like there's there's walls that are being i don't know purposely put up so that that they don't have to acknowledge like their past and 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 again i mean really what what is it right like i mean what she was a fucking cheerleader and he was like a a jockey jock guy at a school like who fucking yeah i mean that that's like one of those things where it's like and and again people probably think i'm fucked up but it's like who cares about fucking grade school and high school you know what i mean like 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 it, do they have to like have a deep like seated like confessional with one another like do, is that absolutely necessary like do they have to acknowledge one another's existence like just because i don't know they sort of maybe dated in in the in a kitty kind of way like like uh, back in the day or what i don't know like like that that's kind of like it, it's weird because their motivations too are completely counter right so it's like maybe there's an element of you know like what I mean, clearly the relationship that they had previously didn't mean that much because they both abandoned it at the drop of a hat to achieve their goals. I mean, she didn't know she was going to run into him, and and he could care less if he ran into her, you know. Like so, it's like it's like he he's off doing his thing for Kuntala Pride and to 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 build him up and 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 rise through the ranks and 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 fuck over all those bourgeoisie fuck faces and everything like that's where his head's at and her head seems to be a, a little more in a kinder place but she kind of wants to find out hey what happened to all my other friends like after all this this craziness started maybe if i you know if i i stick with the capital army i'll be able to figure it out and it's like those don't really necessarily those two goals don't necessarily align and 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 there was no they're not adult enough to have a conversation between the two of them to achieve their goals in in synchronicity, right? Like it's not like it's not like it was like a husband and wife thing where it's like, look, I want to do this, look, I want to do that. Well, how can we make both of those things achievable? You know, it's not like an adult conversation. It's just kind of like they they went off and said, oh, well, uh, looks like the only way to do this is do it on my own, and they went off and did it on their own, and now they're they're reconnected coincidentally like that's how i see it but so another thing i wanted to bring up is uh again i think i mentioned this last time but it's like the g self just seems to have, like especially when i was first watching the show the g self just seems to have like whatever power it needs like at the moment like and and it doesn't seem to like correlate with whatever pack it's using sometimes like i, I don't know like it there's that part where it shoots like an energy version of itself yes. out and like i was like what the fuck is that like when did yeah. that happen like what what like I, I don't know like i i guess if you look on the wiki and you look at you know the the stats for that like you know configuration it probably says like you know shoots uh energy basketballs out of its chest or whatever you know but i don't know like some some of those things i feel like need to be established like so you just you're just not like what the fuck is huh Like, I mean, you know, 
in the original Gundam, it's like when he had the beam rifle, it was like a big deal. It was like, oh, this is a beam rifle. I can like, it's the same power as a battleship, like, but in a, you know, the hands of a mobile suit. Like, and they, they went to great lengths to explain like why it was special and shit. But this is like, you know, it, the beam rifle is almost an afterthought for most Gundams nowadays. Mm. Like, of course it has a rifle, like or whatever. So what else can it do? Oh, it can shoot basketballs out of its chest, you know, whatever. Like, I wonder. I wonder if that's another model, you know, toy thing where you're like, well, uh, the, I mean, the, does any toy do that? Like, or is this Tomino like thumbing his nose at the fucking model kits and toys? <laughs> I have no. I am sure. Like I said, I'm sure if you look at all the technical specs, like there's some like science explanation for it. Like, but. I just the way it just comes out of nowhere is just kind of distracting sometimes. Like you know, like like I said, like the high torque pack. It's like okay, well you get it. It's like you know, it's got rockets on it. It's all big and bulky. You can tell what that thing is for. But like I don't know when you have like the you know the I think he has like the tricky pack they call it where he's got like the, those kind of like rose petal like things that fold over, and like I guess it, it it's kind of like you know it has like weird like cannons or something and i'm kind of like well what's what's how is that different from like you know the other thing and like and then he's got like the reflector pack too which has all like the solar panels which is that's that's kind of visually distinct so you could probably tell by looking at it what it does or at least what it could do but i don't know like some of the, some of these like what they call it like powers as the plot demands mm. like it kind of it gets confusing Oh no! Another thing I noticed that they changed, and it's it's weird. This is like the part where Ida is like standing next to the G self's head when like after he rescues her and like he kind of like like he looks at her and like he sees her through the G self's like camera, and she's kind of just like leaning against the G self's head and like look kind of like looking resolutely out into the wind or whatever. Like that's actually different in the episode. Like she's. Like, in the episode, she's, like, she's got her head tilted back, and she's all, like, enjoying the wind on her or whatever, and her chest is, like, jutting out, like he's, like, perving on her or something. But, like, in the, the movie version, it looks, she's just, like, you know, it's more innocent. Like, she's just kind of, like, like you know, looking out into space, like, mm. resolutely. That's that's something that I noticed, and I don't know if it's a matter of, of who was subtitling or whatever, but... The, the end of the film, quote-unquote, or technically probably the end of episode 11. So they're, they're headed off into space, right? And, and in the, the, at least when I reviewed my, my TV episode 11, it's like the, the dialogue is a little different because in this film, they're like, oh, what's she looking at? Like, and Raya's like, ooh, you know, she's looking outside the window and all that shit. And then they say, she says, oh, home. Like I'm, I'm looking at home, and 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 you started wondering like, well, what the fuck does that mean? The moon's her home. Does that mean, you know, the people she's with, like, make her happy? They're her family. Like she's with her family, so she's home. Like wherever she is. Like, like I wasn't exactly sure what that meant, and so I went back and watched. You know, I looked at that sequence again, and in the the you know the the Blu-ray, the TV episode number eleven. It's actually translated as space. So I'm just kind of like, well, that makes a lot more sense because she looks outside the window, sees space, and says space. But in the 
fucking movie, they say home. And I'm just gonna like, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know. But it, it's just an interesting distinction. So I, I guess I've got a question for you guys. Given your your reactions to this, and 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 sort of, you know, may, maybe there were either less things to say about this movie, or or that you felt like you repeated yourself with the the last show that we did on this, like. Are you are you looking forward to the next ones whenever they come out? Is this something that you want to revisit and talk about again, or do you feel like you've you've explored G Reco as much as you want to? Like, have you had your fill? Like that that's kind of what I'm curious about at this point. I will never watch this again. I'm not excited about the next film. I'm still curious to see what if anything will change i guess i guess that's as i guess that's as optimistic as i can be at this point <laughs> yeah I, I seriously doubt like i'll i'll willingly revisit g reco again after the movies are done like i think this is i mean maybe if for some bizarre reason they dub it in english like eventually maybe i'll be curious and i'll see if it comes across any better in english but i still think it has like sort of you know storytelling flaws that can't be overcome just by adding in a couple like different scenes yeah i mean i i don't know i i sometimes when when you get into talking about things like that like sometimes i wonder like you know a natural progression seems like oh okay they're gonna make you know five movies well let's talk about all five movies you know but then sometimes you start to wonder like you're like well you know I almost felt like I went into the first one with the everything in the kitchen sink approach. Like, I'll try to talk about everything I can possibly want to talk about in that episode in case we don't do any more episodes, you know? And, and like, yeah, I forgot a couple things and I mentioned them in this episode and I'm glad I got the opportunity to do that. But part of me wonders, like, you know, I, I'm happy I watched the series. I, I may, you know continue watching the movies when they come out because you know mainly what justin said out of curiosity right like is it going to be the same are they going to just keep doing little tiny changes or is there going to be something that's like you know majorly revised or re-envisioned or whatever because that's kind of what i'd be curious about but aside from that curiosity you know my 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 take on it is kind of like well watching these movies is kind of like Rewatching the TV series, you know, and if you weren't, if you were a person that wasn't necessarily blown away by the TV series the first time you watched it, it's it, you'd be hard pressed to get that person excited about watching these movies because I mean, essentially, it's it's the same thing. All right, well, I guess I guess that's it. You guys have anything else? Poop. It's poop. 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 It's... <laughs> Now, like, despite everything, I do enjoy watching these. Like, and I, like I said, I love the animation in this series. I love the character designs, and I love the mecha design. But, like I said, the storytelling and the like, the world building. I guess the world building is just not. I don't know. Presented in a appealing way, I guess, and like it, it affects the storytelling somehow. So uh, I, I know peeling back some of the layers. You you watched. A little bit of Overman King Gainer since we did the last show. Like, is that did, has that colored your perception of G Reco at all? Like, do you prefer the story in Gainer to G Reco? Like, 
What do you think of that? There's the there are the same kind of like Tamino isms where like I said, like the first episode just drops you into the middle of something and gives you like ten straight minutes of like situations and terms that you have to like understand what they are before you can go forward in the story and like if you don't then you're lost forever but like now like now it's settled down and now like i'm like i'm in like I'm, i think i just watched episode 18 of overman and now like i get everything now so i think like you know it come it was he probably it came across a lot better in that than it has in in g reco okay. yeah yeah i was curious about that i i kind of figured that's where you'd come down and i i think i kind of agree with you like so so and you know despite me kind of trying to you know explain all this and be a rah-rah champion for uh you know, Captain Mask or whatever. I mean, I, I kind of think that uh, Gainer makes a little more sense plot-wise eventually than than it's not it's not nearly as politically complicated. You know, like once you once you understand all the rules and everything. I, I do like Bellry better than I do Gainer, okay. just because Gainer okay. Gainer reminds me of someone I went to high school with who I, who annoyed me. So <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Maybe maybe uh, in the in uh, fan cannon, uh, head cannon, uh, we can have uh, Bellary pilot the uh, King Gainer, and <laughs> then we can just leave uh, Gainer to uh, suffer in uh, Reconquista or something. They need to do the Recon, like the, the King Gainer opening credits, but with the Reconquista cast. <laughs> and everyone can be doing the monkey. Like, to the... King! G! G! Yeah. Re, re, conquista. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap things up for our discussion tonight. If you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, you can reach us at fanholspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the backlog of episodes for Mobile Suit Mondays, you can find them over on fanholspodcast.blogspot.com. All the episodes are there in addition to all of our other shows. So if you like Mobile Suit Mondays, consider checking out any of our other shows. You can find us. We're on Apple Podcasts. We can be streamed on Stitcher Radio. We're on Google Play and Spotify. We're on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, retweets that we receive. And until the next time... This is going to be Derek. Derek WC. I'm not food. Signing off. Hey, it's my purple hippo head on a wall. And this is Chichu Me signing off. Poop. Poop. It's poop. Poop.
Oh here, I found I found the original pervy shot of Ida, a, a gif of it. This is this is how it showed up on the show, but it's different in the movie. Oh okay, yeah, I remember that. Like in the in the movie, she's just kind of like looking resolutely out into the wind, but in the show, it looks like he's kind of like scoping her out. <coughs> Master Qui-Gon, what is a Kuntala? <laughs> well, Anakin, they used to be foodstuffs at McDonald's, but now they're people running around Coruscant. They were delicious. <laughs> I mean, I mean... <laughs> they were delicious, like, personality-wise. Uh, I mean, it's not like I ate any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Master Qui-Gon, why are you putting ketchup on me? Like... <laughs> No reason, no reason, Anakin. Uh, he is the chosen one. They've got a bunch of yucky utensils in the Jedi chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tender this one looks. Yeah, he's pulling out the A1 barbecue sauce and shit. You believe this boy is the main course? <laughs> <laughs> See that poor old. Uh, it tastes like sand. That poor old mm-hmm. Senator Palpy was just trying to save Anakin from being eaten. That's <laughs> that, and the rest that of the prequels are fake news. Hey, Derek. Derek, are you recording this call? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, it doesn't say oh, it. Oh, I, I mean, I, I just left the... Um, I, I guess I'm not recording the Skype call, but I am recording the, oh, okay. the onboard stuff or whatever. So, I mean, oh, okay. I can, yeah, I can start it as a backup, but... No, yeah. no, I, I was just wondering. I just wanted to make sure, because usually it says, like, Derek is <clears throat> recording this. Well, I'm, I'm recording it now just in case, but, yeah, that's fine. I'm sure we still got whatever we were talking about before. I was surprised. I I mean, it wasn't good, but I kind of liked Hellions. Like, I mean, uh, it, it was just kind of like probably because I'm 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 you know weak willed. Like the Goblin Queen thing, like hit my right you know cord and everything like that. And I was kind part of me is kind of like, oh man, like Havoc's a lameo. But then I'm like, ah, Havoc's always a lameo. Like that's that's his curse in life to be a fucking lameo. <laughs> to be know? a lameo. So I'm like, eh, I can't get too butthurt over Havoc being a lameo. He's always been a lameo. Like so. And speaking of of lame, uh, like I I'm still watching like Overman King Gainer, and like the Zaku like equivalent in that show is called a Golame, so like and the, like the mate like the Char guy in the show basically he's always like he's got this sort of like British like over pronounced accent or whatever and he's always like I am the the greatest pilot of the Golame like I'm such a, I'm such a great Golame pilot. <laughs> Like, he keeps saying it, and it just, like, becomes, yeah. like, ridiculous I'm a eventually. Go-lame. I'm such a great go-lame. Like... Yeah. 
But no, I'm actually enjoying that show. Like the last few episodes, like I think I'm like on episode 19 now. Okay, you're you're almost to the finale, so it's like 26. Yeah, but it's weird. Like some of the episodes remind me of like Buffy premises. Oh, okay. Like it, okay. it was an episode where one of the like you know the mech suits had the power to make everyone hear each other's thoughts mm-hmm. and stuff. Like everyone was having like pervy thoughts about like each other and whatever, and they were all like, like so I don't know. It reminded me of like a Buffy episode. You're like that one episode where Gainer uh, turns into a a puppet doll and pilots the the mobile suit. You're like, <laughs> hey, hey. Well, my I cats, suppose we should be thankful it's not uh, it's not an old school TV show that had to be twenty six episodes and they have like little dog hell dog companions to make it cute or whatever. <laughs> that was good. Cat, do not my cat's looking at my like shelf of action figures like she's gonna careen through it. Mm. Hey, what are you doing? She's looking back at me like, I'm gonna. And I'm like, don't do it. I'm gonna. Like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Like, you gotta stop me. I'm gonna. (laughs) Well, Michael's first problem is he's trying to have a conversation with Kat. Like, you just gotta walk up and be like, get the fuck away from there. My snapping fingers. Hey. Okay, look at the ceiling. That's fine. Okay, she's looking at ghosts now. That's fine. You need to call boring hillstone to exercise your mm-hmm. cat. What does he do? Like, read her pages of the phone book? <laughs> <laughs> meow, 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 Mike's cat. Meow, 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 me